Welcome back to another episode of the Fun Size Podcast. This one is totally unplanned, uncalled for. I literally cannot believe I'm doing this right now. But here we are. So let me paint you a little picture here. So Monday rolls around and it's basically the start of a new month and I'm feeling super motivated because I have a ton of ideas just floating around my little head and I'm just so ready to implement them all and do all the things and feel really accomplished. And I checked off a ton of stuff off of my to-do list and I'm actually really proud of that. I recorded three podcasts this week, not including this one. So this one actually makes four in total. I created five reels, none of which have been posted yet because it hit me like a ton of bricks this morning, which is now Thursday. I'm losing track of time. I lost, I I woke up at 3 a.m. this morning, couldn't go back to sleep because there is still so much on my mind, so many things to do, just, ugh so much. So I decided to just get on with it and start my day. So I went to the gym at 4.30 and I finished my breakfast by 6. And in case you were wondering, that's normally the time that I actually wake up and I don't actually eat breakfast until about 8.30. So by 10 a.m. Thursday, today, I was so exhausted from being a fucking powerhouse all week that All I wanted to do, honestly, was cry. But I couldn't even do that because I was that tired. Like I literally sat there and was like, I just want to cry. And like was allowing myself to cry, but I couldn't because I was so tired. So that's when I went outside to get some fresh air because I know that that always makes me feel better. And as soon as I took that time to slow down and sit down with my thoughts and get away from my desk, it all poured out like like the floodgates just opened up and I was just, I felt like I was going to have a panic attack. And even thinking about it right now, I am tearing up. And I haven't felt like this in a while because normally, Justin is home to talk some sense into me or to just give me a damn hug, but he's away on business, which is partially the reason why I've been working so much in the first place, because without him around, I forget to stop for dinner and then my mind is still going at 8 p.m. And so I just keep going and I don't know how to shut off if I don't have something else there telling me to. And so this has always been my greatest strength and also my biggest weakness is not knowing how to stop and how to slow down. And I blame my dad for this because he is a workaholic and that's just me. I've never been good at not working. Like I went to Mexico for my birthday, for my 30th birthday, and I worked on my birthday. Like I got up and was like, I need to do like three hours of work. So I busted out three hours of work of checking in with my clients. And then I enjoyed the rest of my day. But still, it was like, I feel really guilty for stepping away and stepping out of office right now that I need to do something. So I feel better. So I'm outside this morning and I'm feeling everything just come to the surface. And I'm like, okay, aside from being away from my desk and being outside, what can I do right now that's going to make me feel better? And 
One thing that always seems to settle me down is listening to a podcast. So one of the very first podcasts I ever listened to is Bucci Radio, which if you were in the fitness coaching industry back in like, I don't know, 2016, you would know Amanda Bucci is one of the most well-known YouTube podcaster people in the industry. However, I will say that I've actually stopped listening to her religiously because she started getting super spiritual and into psychedelics, which I don't have anything against. I just felt like I didn't have quite the same connection with her content anymore. But for some reason, in this moment this morning, I just felt like she was who I needed to turn to even though I never actually held a conversation with her. As someone who listens to podcasts, to this podcast, and probably many other podcasts, you can probably relate to this feeling. Like, I have this with the Mind Pump guys too, which is also my other top favorite podcast out there. So between Bucci Radio and Mind Pump, those are like my go-tos. But I feel the same way. I feel very, very connected with those guys too. Even though I've never actually spoken to them or held a conversation with them, I just have listened to them so much that I feel like I know them. So I pulled up her podcast and I scrolled through and found a topic that I felt aligned with what I was feeling. And so thankfully, it was the perfect choice and I instantly felt better within just, I don't know, five, 10 minutes of listening. And my true intentions were to absorb it and to move on and get back to my somewhat of a plan with my work, which I'll explain, but... It seems like the universe had other plans for me today, and that is why I'm coming at you right now with this particular topic, because I got inspired to journal about it and then figure my shit out, and that made me realize my original strategy for these next coming months, weeks, months, is probably going to go straight out the window. I mean, (laughs) there is nothing nothing like a really bad burnout to want to just throw everything away right and also because I realized that I just really need to get this off my chest and I don't know if it's because Justin's not around and I feel like some of my friends wouldn't fully understand this I don't really know but I know that I need to get it off my chest and I also know that if I'm feeling like this then someone else out there is probably feeling like this too. Maybe not in their business or their career, but in their personal life or what have you. So (laughs) I'm about to open up like a book and let you in on all the things that I've been working on, which I normally wouldn't do and is technically the worst business strategy. But I also feel like you wouldn't fully understand if I were to just beat around the bush. So fuck it. I'm just spilling it all out for you guys. So the thing is, it hasn't just been the amount that I've been working this week alone. Some of you might remember that I hired a market research consultant back in December to help me optimize my offers and my services for this coming year and to figure out what it is that you all want and what it is that you all need, which was Super great, super helpful, fantastic. This is not about that. The second part of that was that I also hired a copywriter to help me market, advertise, and launch my 
new optimized offers. Now this is where things might get a little confusing, but I actually postponed working with the copywriter because another online business coach that I follow and resonate with a lot also had a one-time four-day workshop where she taught us her content strategy for launching and this was a live program. So if you didn't get on it on those four days, then you wouldn't have it. And I was like, I need this. So I rescheduled the copywriting thing and did this particular program first. And that was fantastic too. It was this elaborate 60-day strategy and it's brilliant. And I got so, 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 so many ideas from going through that, but it was overwhelming as fuck. And she did clearly say that it doesn't have to be 60 days. It could be a lot less. It could be more if you feel like you need more time. That's flexible strategy, just totally flexible. You can make it, mold it, and really just make it yours and something that fits with you. But like I said, it was overwhelming as fuck and like it was next level intense, but it was so good. Like I don't regret doing it. Like it was very, very helpful. And so after doing that, I was like, okay, I'm feeling super clear on what I have to do. Fuck, it's gonna be a lot of work, but I see the direction I'm headed. I'm nowhere near seeing the light at the end of the tunnel, but at least I see the fucking tunnel. So finally, ready to work with the copywriter and it's a joint thing where we work together. So she's not just writing my shit for me and sending it back to me, she's literally coaching me through it. And on our call, she's like, okay, so I'm thinking a great opportunity would be to do a five day workshop to announce your offer and blah, blah, blah. And I was immediately like, uh, do we have to? Like, I hate hosting workshops. I hate showing up on live video. It takes so much energy out of me and I don't feel like I have the results that I'm looking for with those. Like I don't feel like I have that much success. I don't feel like I have that many people who opt in and granted I've done like four of them in this whole time that I've been coaching And I've definitely seen progress. Like if I compare the very first workshop I did with the very last workshop I did, I'm like, okay, that like I definitely see how much I've improved in my own messaging and stuff like that. But they're still just not my favorite. They're not, I don't feel like I'm the best at them. And she was open to exploring other ideas, but at the same time, she just kind of kept coming back to, well, this strategy works really well for my business and my clients' businesses, so just try my framework. That's all I ask, just give this one a try. And I'm like, okay, I can at least do that. So we outlined it and it seemed way less daunting once we kind of figured out what we were gonna talk about. And I was like, okay, yeah, I can do this, I got this. So I'm gonna put on my big girl panties, I'm gonna level on up in my business because this is my year kind of thing. And so cool, now I have all three of these things. I have the market research, the content strategy plan, and the copy, and it's fucking time to implement them all. Which brings us to this previous Monday when I was riding the high and doing all the fucking things. And truthfully, I was feeling pretty good and that's why I kept riding on through it. I was having fun with reels. I was sharing my new recipe. I was sharing what I ate Wednesday and interviewing two podcast guests and all of that felt so good. What didn't feel good was how much I felt like I was doing and doing and doing but didn't have much to show for it. Like I hadn't post anything. I hadn't 
gotten a lot of um, likes and shares and tags on the giveaway that I was doing. I'm like, this shit's free. Like, why is there not a lot of traffic here? So I was feeling down from that and I was just feeling like I'm doing so much, but where is it? Like, why isn't it showing yet? Why isn't it like I'm not getting that instant gratification thing? And I know like I've been doing this for long enough. I know I'm not going to get instant gratification after posting a reel, but I just felt like I have this outline of a plan for the next month, but it doesn't feel like it flows. It feels too contrived and it's missing pieces or they don't connect and it's not perfect. And what listening to the Bucci radio episode helped me realize is that All of what I was trying to do isn't fully aligned with who I am. So this particular topic that they were talking about on the episode was about picking your path based on your core nature. And it really helped me see that I've been trying to fit myself into this mold of what might work for other businesses, but really isn't working for mine because it doesn't align with my core nature which is most definitely the reason why I tend to burn out like this quite often. Like, I don't show it, you guys, but I'm not gonna lie. I feel burnt out more than I'd like to. And not because I don't enjoy what I do, because I truly love helping petite women find flexibility and freedom with food and fitness. Oh my God, that's a lot of Fs. But I'm now realizing that my strategy has been all wrong for me. Maybe not all wrong, but like a little bit wrong. And my first instinct was to be like, well, fuck, like I just spent all this time and all this money on all these coaches and resources and all the wrong things. However, what this also means is that now I'm one step closer to where I should be. Like I said, nothing like a really bad burnout. Anyway, on that episode... They were saying finding your job or your career is a process of trial and error. And it's kind of like dating. Like most people need to date around a little bit to figure out who they want to be with for the rest of their lives. And that's okay. That's accepted in our society. Of course, there's always exceptions to the rules. Like we all know those high school sweethearts, but I really can only think of a few couples like that. But most people... I know most couples I know learn who they want to be with after some trial and error. However, it's almost like we are taught as kids to know exactly what we want to do with our careers. I don't know where that deep voice came from. What we want to do with our careers the moment we apply for college. And I definitely, definitely, definitely resonate with that. And I know I've talked about this before on the podcast and on my Instagram, but I originally went to school to become an art teacher. I double majored in both art and education, and on my very first day in my internship, I knew I wasn't meant to be in the classroom. I went through a lot of trial and error after that. So after I graduated college, I had multiple jobs, and (laughs) it was a lot of trial and error. And even though I now feel like I'm settling into my calling, I feel like I don't quite have my strategy figured out still, and I think that definitely got a little bit clearer today. So after listening to that episode, I opened up my journal app and I started asking myself some really deep questions like, what exactly feels out of alignment? What do I know is not next for me? What are my skill sets and what are my adjectives? 
and what does make the most sense moving forward. So now I'm feeling level-headed enough to share this with you all and man, what it's been a fucking day. Holy shit, it's only 2 p.m. and I need a nap. (sighs) Okay, here's what I'm thinking. Actually, first, I want to address the adjectives part because I thought this was a really fun exercise. So the guest on the show was like, okay, ask yourself, what are the adjectives people would use when I walk into a room and narrow it down to three? So I jotted down a few for myself, but I would so love for you guys to do this for yourselves too. Like think for a minute what you would say about yourself. What are three adjectives that people would use to describe you when you walk into a room. And if you're willing to help me out, message me with what you think my adjectives are and I'll message you back with what I think yours are. Even if we've never spoken to each other before, I might need like a week of stalking your Instagram to be honest, but I feel like I can do this exercise much better for other people. But when it comes to myself, it's like insanely difficult. So The two words that I did jot down are silly and down to earth. Now, I wouldn't count this as an adjective, but it's a good way to segue into my journal answers for some of those bigger questions. So I am an introvert, and I know a lot of people get surprised when I say this sometimes because I share a lot of my life on social media. I model. I have this podcast. But the truth is... I'm actually pretty shy and awkward in real life, unless I really know you well and feel comfortable. But this is important to know because it's the reason why I don't feel so aligned with certain strategies for launching and content and all that. For example, if we go back to the webinar thing, I don't like doing webinars and workshops because I don't enjoy being on live video. I don't enjoy speaking on video unless it's pre-recorded and I get multiple do-overs to make sure I say everything the right way and don't fumble my words and all of that. Reels, I like reels because I don't have to talk. Most of them are just voiceovers and they're quick and they're easy and I have like maybe three reels where I'm the one talking. And again, multiple do-overs. Like it takes me several takes in order to find one that I'm like, okay, I like that one. And if you're like, okay, well, if you don't like to talk, then why do you have a podcast? Well, here's the thing. I do get to edit them so I can say it over and over again until I find a clip that I like. And also one of the reasons why I chose the podcast route versus the video route like YouTube or whatever else is out there is because it's less spotlight and more intimacy. So with like video, I feel like you're seeing all of it and there's so much to make sure that is on point. Like you need to make sure that the camera is facing the right way, that you have a good background, that you have good lighting, that the audio is good, that all of that. And then on top of editing both audio and the visual, it's just a lot going on. There's a lot more pressure there. But with a podcast, it's definitely more intimate because what I find is that People who don't like you aren't going to listen to your podcast, but people who don't like you might actually watch you on YouTube. It's a really weird thing. YouTube is a bad, bad place. Mean trolls hang out there. But so if you're listening to this, you like me and you like me enough to listen this far. So it is very intimate. 
And my goal is not to grow this podcast to be the next Joe Rogan or Amanda Bucci. My goal is to use this podcast to get my knowledge and expertise out there in a way that doesn't suck the energy out of me and also in a way that I feel best aligns with who I am. So circling all the way back around to the parts of my business that aren't feeling aligned with who I am, okay, live videos are a no-no. I don't like the pressure of getting it right on the first try. I need do-overs. And I don't like actively launching. I don't like outright saying, buy my services and my offers, which makes marketing feel very, very difficult. Unless I say it's free. If I'm like, hey, this free thing here, like that's fun to me. But as soon as there's a price tag on it, I feel salesy, I feel icky. It's just, it doesn't feel good for me. But if I were to say everything is free, then this wouldn't be a business, you know? I also don't like deadlines, which is one of the reasons why I got burnt out in art school. (laughs) Surprise! If I'm going to be creative, there cannot be a time limit on it. There cannot be a deadline. Like, I need all the time in the world to not feel pressured to get it done, which blows because I also do enjoy structure. Like, I like planning my meals for myself, so... Why can't my business be the same with like that aspect? But now that I'm saying this out loud, I'm like, oh my God, that's why having flexibility with macro counting works so well for my core nature because I can be flexible. God damn it. (laughs) Duh. Okay. Sometimes just saying these things out loud helps. I swear. So this also helped me realize that group coaching is not for me. Not that I was trying to do this anytime soon, but since we're narrowing down what doesn't align, we might as well rule out that option too. I so much rather have an intimate one-on-one conversation. I feel much better in small gatherings or my one-on-one coaching calls. Like I thoroughly enjoy reviewing my clients previous week and making the executive decision to move forward. I am totally, totally, totally a coach at heart, which I guess is a good time to bring up the entrepreneurial archetypes that Amanda has. There are four, and every entrepreneur has a percentage of all of them, but some more than others. According to her quiz, I am first a creator, then a coach, then a teacher, and then I have about 4% architect, which is the business side of things, which makes total sense for me. I feel much better, totally aligned when I'm creating, when I'm moving around, when I'm doing stuff like cooking, not sitting behind a desk. I am not meant to be behind a desk. I've known that all of my life, but here I am feeling like I have to do email and have to do these workshops and these webinars because that's what all the online business coaches say I have to do, but it's not my zone of genius. So how do I create and coach in a way that aligns with my core nature? Well, it seems like I just have to be me. Like, doing only what feels like it aligns with me. And if it doesn't align or is taking too much energy, quit it and be okay about quitting it. And as an athlete, I was always taught quitting is a bad thing. But I'm realizing more and more that if you know it's not for you, quitting is actually a very, very smart thing. 
It means you have more energy to do the things that are for you, that are your zone of genius and that do give you the energy and make you happy. Like, fuck, it sounds so like, well, duh. But when I say it out loud, it's like, you don't know until you do. And as much as I would love to have a super solid plan and structure, I also need to honor my feelings and let my ideas flow and not save them for a particular time in the cycle of the launch strategy for Q2. Oh my God, like fuck that shit. I am not that person. I'm a fitness nutrition coach and a creator, but only when I feel like I have the energy to create. And if I don't have the energy because it's getting sucked out of me from the business side, then I'm I'm just not doing myself any favors. So I'm not meant to sit behind a desk and do the business things like marketing because that's not for me or my zone of genius. I am silly, I am bouncy, I am creative, I am spontaneous, I am all the things that don't make a great business person apparently. <laughs> but so it's it's not that I want to quit my business and throw it all away, right? It's I love what I help petites do. I just have to help my people in a way that aligns with me and not who I think that I need to become to have this huge thriving business, which also isn't me. Like, do I wanna be successful? Absolutely, everyone does. But my idea of success isn't to scale my business with dozens of coaches under me, with a billion followers and several cookie cutter programs. Like, I think I once thought that that's, the direction that I needed to go in because that's what the industry has always told me to do or to want. But I'm realizing that none of that is going to make me feel good at the end of the day. Like what makes me feel good is that intimacy with my one-on-one clients and helping one person as much as I can at a time. That's what lights me up. And I just have to laugh now because this episode is totally not planned. It was thought up on the fly as I was in the thick of it and it's been the most real and heartfelt thing I've shared in a very long time. So it just goes to show like I need to do more of this and just let it flow and not burn out because I don't wanna burn out more in order to create good content for you guys, but just sharing things in the moment when it feels right. So there you have it. Shit, that's what's up with me. Nothing gets more real than that, right? Oh man, okay, so now I'm gonna take the rest of the day off because that's what feels right. I'll edit this tomorrow. And I really mean what I said about the adjectives though. I would love to hear what you think mine are and I would also love the challenge to tell you what I think yours are. So message me on Instagram and let's chat it up. After taking a few more days to reflect on this over the weekend, I realized a few more things that I wanted to add to this episode. So first off, everything I'm feeling is valid, but as much as I want to stick to what I'm good at, avoiding those things that I'm not so great at will not serve me either. Like I know that challenging myself in the areas I don't feel are my strengths will only make me stronger and more skillful. I see that now, I get that now. I feel like my head is even more level than it was on Thursday. So um, I feel like the key with all of this will be honoring my boundaries by only spending a certain amount of time in those zones that I don't quite love. 
And I want to say that I am proud of myself for taking some much needed time for myself this weekend. I was journaling a lot, practicing my gratitude and affirmations, and I took a really nice long bath and I feel more confident that I can do this. I've got this. And all of this kind of just made me think that it's super relatable to eating healthier and living a healthier lifestyle and all that. Like I remember when I was first learning everything and I would mess up from time to time and I'd be like, this is so freaking hard. I'm not good at this. I don't know enough about my body, blah, 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 blah. But the thing is you learn by doing it. You learn by messing up and you learn by going through the hard parts. So sometimes that's the best way to learn. And it's usually how the end result becomes so rewarding. So if you're going through a hard season right now in your life, I hope this episode inspires you to breathe, to step back, to get outside yourself, and to look at it from a different perspective. You are more powerful than you know. Thanks so much for listening to my little venting sesh here. And as always, I will catch you in the next episode. 